Good. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, I think I put out a thing that what I was going to talk about is uh, like honing your message, you know, because I did the class on, you know, get more turbocharge your coaching with profitable online classes. Well, a lot of people took it and liked it. And then, of course, the problem came up is, well, how the hell do I get it out there now? You know, and then you start looking at the technology. And it's overwhelming. You know, when you look at like a click funnels or, or optimized press or any of them, Udemy, all, you know, it's, it's the learning curve is quite steep, right? Uh, and not that th th those are all great programs, you know, click funnels is good. Um, optimized press is good. You know, there's different, you know, different thought patterns that I, I could do a course on that from my limited viewpoint. Uh, when I wanted to redo all, all that stuff, I looked at ClickFunnels, uh, but I went with a different way to do it, and it took, it's taken me eight months to get pretty good at it. Um, it's called Optimized Press, and it has a funnel system and all that. Uh, and the cost, it's, it's less than ClickFunnels, um, but the only reason I... I, I liked it is even the ClickFunnels guy say, you still got to maintain a separate database with all your emails. Because if for some reason ClickFunnels had an issue, you, you could lose all your data, right? So again, now you get into that. Well, you know, and you hear a lot of the ClickFunnels guys say, and a couple of people in our business, well, what you do is you do this and you turn it over to your team. That's assuming you have a team. You know, somebody in the Philippines that can build your website and somebody out there doing this and, the, you know, the appointment setters. And um, I know I somebody mentioned they thought it was funny, you know, recent conference I was at where I'm like, because I was one saying, you know, all these people saying multi-million dollar coaching practices can't look me in the eye and say, you do very much coaching. You're running a team. You know, Elon Musk does not build a car. Right. He's a great businessman. I'm not saying anything. It's a different it's a different skill set. Right. And a lot of people we know in our field that have built these nice funneled kind of systems. They've kind of gotten. Away from really wanting to work one on one. And trust me, I can relate to that after doing it off and on for 30 something years. You know, it's like, well, you know, it's, you know, you, you've done it, right? Uh, so then you got to move into to the other thing. So it seems like the people I work with the most are the people that truly have a passion or, or a drive to still do the work. Actually coach somebody one-on-one -on -one or, you know, maybe teach a small class, stuff like that, right? At least that's what I've seen from, you know, looking pulling back and looking at it and having a couple other people go like that. Right. So, and, and that's great. But then if that's what you like to do, then it like, like you say, it's a different skill set to build out your, all the technology needed in today's, in today's world, you know? And so one of the first problems I see, I'll just say from people I've talked to in the last few weeks, you know, um, is how to hone your message. One of the first things, and I'm guilty of this, is when you start getting your idea of what a course you want to teach, 
uh, especially if you're going to use a course to drive people into like coaching or, or sessions is losing sight of, of the, of the problem or the pain that the people are having and we offer benefits, right? And it's an easy thing to do. You start, you start thinking and you'll offer a benefit, right? Um, and so trying to think of a good one. It's like, it's easy to like pitch the benefits of what you're offering, right? Um, not, not, um, yeah, not the problem. So what problem are you solving? You know, and the way to think about this is at least what seems to be working is, you know, that this course going to offer a course, this course helped people who are overwhelmed and despondent about the mass amount of technology one has to do to build the current business, right? And it's rather than saying, I'll show you a simple, easy, you know, way over here. So, you know, uh, uh, you know, to, to, I'm getting lost here, but to sell the, the first thing you keep is is the is the problem, right? So what problem do you solve, right? Um, not just um, not just the the benefits that you offer, right? And and so when you look at like a lot of the, I always and I stress this a lot. A lot of you heard me say it is you know if you're on Facebook or when a Google ad pops up or whatever. Look at the ones that grab your attention. And usually the reason it grabs your attention, they're talking about a problem you have, right? Or a problem you can relate to, right? And one of the things that happens, if they describe the problem better than you, you run it in your head, people automatic. So if you describe a problem better than most people, and the people watching it can relate to that. They're going to assume you you have, excuse me, I'm going to sneeze. You have the answer to the problem, right? So, so you got to focus on what's the problem, you know? And one way to think about it is I help people who feel, because we all know feelings drive drive people to take action, not facts, not figures. People do that on the la on the backside. So I help people who feel, and then you list the problem that they that they have. I help people who feel uh, despondent and depressed over the fact that they don't have energy anymore, right? If you kind of make that statement, well, that'll grab a lot of people's attention. Not that I'll show you some seven hacks to nutrition that'll give you energy. That's a benefit not the problem. You got to first always talk about the problem, right? Um, and like, you know, uh, someone might say something like, you know, I help people who want to regain that or uh, with the love of life, you know? Uh, 
a good one. Uh, what was I watching? There was someone was was I was watching a video. I watch a lot of videos, uh, and they're talking about when they changed product that they were trying to sell that they couldn't sell for the longest time, and it was about helping people find the love of their life, their soulmate, their partner, right? And they were saying like you know. Uh, basically, they were selling, you know, they'll get the love of life. Um, you, you'll find that person of your dreams, you'll, you, whatever it is. Uh, when they flipped it around and started talking about that, you know, I help people who feel lonely, frustrated, and hopeless, that they'll never find the relationship and the love that they truly want. Right? That will get someone's attention. Because, you know, it's like, what problem are you solving? You know, uh, and I'm kind of doing this um, with the what I'm doing with that, uh, the one I'm, the next class on, uh, you know, uh, uh, low cost, low tech solutions to build your business. You know, I help professional, I help uh, professional coaches and therapists who feel frustrated and overwhelmed with the task of building out an easy to use online system to drive clients. Okay. Now, if you could relate to that, that would make more sense than, you know, just the hacks, right? Uh, and on the other thing that I'm flipping and I'm trying after I keep, I keep hammering, like a lot of us, you have passions you wanna help people with is, you know, I help, I help busy, successful professionals who are finding themselves drinking too much, who want to get control of their drinking without going to rehab or long-term therapy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start putting that out there. Does that make sense to everybody? I mean, that'll get somebody's attention, you know, uh, you know, and then you could tell a story about it. Like, well, you know, I, I helped this person. They ran a nice little business and their drinking was getting out of control. Everybody says you ought to go into rehab and they're like, you know, I'm a single parent running a business. How the hell am I going into rehab? That's an honest question. And, you know, some people could say, well, if you really want it enough, well, where are your kids going? You know, what's going to happen to your business? You know, I know I could talk about that from like, I've helped professionals. Won't say what type. Doctors. Uh, who, if, you know, they go into treatment. Even if they can stay out of the the uh, what's it called impaired physicians program, right? Even if they could stay out of that, well, who's going to run their practice while they're gone? If they're a solo practitioner, right? Um, I mean that's a you know it's it's one of those things, right? Um, but again, if you can describe the problem, I really want to get help, but I can't go away to treatment. I have I have joint custody of my kids, and I know if I go into treatment, my ex is going to leverage this into I won't have joint custody anymore, right? And I mean that you know, and you could use that on either side, right? So you know, if you if you're the type that has that burning desire uh, to help people, especially one on one, you know, there's way you know that's the kind of thing that I'm going to be working on, right? Um, so, you know, so you want to begin to design, you know, when you talk about 
telling your story, and that's what everybody seems to relate to today, is, you know, your story is, you know, you have to break your story down. And one of the problems I see a lot of people do, and I'm guilty of, I always self-describe, um, is giving too much backstory, especially if you're going to say, I help people overcome whatever this issue is, right? right? Like in my case, I might say drinking, right? I, I have a tendency to give too much backstory, right? And this one makes sense to me. And, and I heard somebody say it a while ago, then I heard it again and I go, you know, and they think about how does a movie start that grabs your attention? It starts in the middle of the story, right when they're, you know, the first Star Wars was A New Hope. There's a space battle. You know, Darth Vader's got Princess Leia. You don't even know who any of these people are, right? And you're in the middle of the action, and you're like, how the hell are they getting, what's going on, and how are they going to get out of this, right? Um, Mission Impossible usually starts with Tom Cruise is somehow getting the shit kicked out of him, right? Or there's some big thing, you know? And then they sometimes, then they'll go back and give you a little bit of the three weeks ago. You ever seen a movie like that? Two weeks ago or two days ago. And then they give a little bit of a backstory, but the good movies don't give too much. You know, it starts in the middle of the story. My wife and I, the other day, we were trying to find stuff to watch and we rewatched Reacher, you know? And... All of I'm a I'm a massive Jack Reacher fan, and all of the books start with him getting arrested or in the middle of a shootout for some reason, right? So then you're like glued in, like how? Well, who's this person? Who's that? What? 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 Right? So, so if you're gonna start your story, is you start in the middle of your pain, you know, in the middle of your problem, you know. Um, yeah, I woke up from another drunk. Um, I'd lost another job. You know, I was a, I graduated from college with honors, and I couldn't keep a job at a 7-Eleven. Even though I, you know, every time I'd get a job, I had, I, I, you know, I would be told, you know, I had potential. And I moment, and then you get to the, that was the event where you made the decision. At that moment, I realized that, you know, potential is nothing unless you make the decision to do the things you need to do to get that potential and solve the, the one problem I couldn't seem to fix, which was to put the drink down so I could get on with the life I always wanted. That's That would be a pretty nice, I should, I should have broke that. Well, it's recorded. I'm going to steal that from myself. That could be the start of the story, you know? And then you could, uh, and then how you solve the problem. You don't have to give a lot of backstory. People with the problem you're discussing have their own backstory. And if you tell too much backstory, they'll start dismissing it. I, I didn't do that. I didn't do that, right? Um, and so again, and, and you, you know, you want to get away from playing the victim in your story to just, it's almost like a, oh, a journalist, this is just, this is what happened. But then you hit that event that helped you make the decision. So basically it's like, you know, you're in, you're in crisis, you're in despair, you're in depression, 
and then some event happens and it doesn't have to be a big event. Most of us, we're making a big change in our life. It isn't one event. It's, it's a bunch of events, right? But if you're going to tell your story to try to get people's attention, pick one, right? Uh, you know, if you're helping people overcome bad relationships, don't tell every time you had bad partners or your partner screwed you over, pick one. That's it, right? Because again, if you give too much, you know, and again, you start in the middle of the story. So they're, um, they're, they can relate to the problem, you know, whatever that event is, that tipping point, the point of no return, you made the decision and then you, how you solve the problem. Did you discover it? Did you unveil it? Was it, was it, uh, handed down in stone tablets, whatever the solution to your problem is, you know, how did you get it? And, and then you talk about automatically transferring to the people that you've helped. Because again, a solution, one of my big problems, people, it's like, they'll start talking about my big thing is when they say they can help people quit drinking using hypnosis with one session. Okay, great. But then they don't tell you about the hundreds of people they've helped because they probably haven't. Right? They probably haven't. Right? So if you switch to some of the people you've helped, then it gives that credibility that your solution works. And if you want want to, you could say you you could go on to more of a uh, what do you call it? Uh, I don't want to say dream life, but that's what all the internet marketers are doing now. You know, it's the old. You know, I went from zero to seven figures in one year doing coaching. And of course, maybe because I've been in the business, I lean back and go, okay, even at $1,000 a session, that's a thousand sessions, right? I mean, I just, I, you know, but I'm not their target, by the way. I know that, right? They're targeting somebody that wants to start a coaching practice that wants to make a million dollars a year which is fine, except that, you know, that. So, you know, so when you're starting, I guess the rules is, first of all, don't give too much backstory, you know, connect to the problem right at the beginning. Think of a movie, you know, how they start in the middle of something, you know. Um, last night I was, uh, I think it was The Covenant I watched on, on that, and it starts with a firefight in uh, Afghanistan, right? And so I'm like, watch it. And then it goes, then it tells the story, you know, and you kind of know it ahead of time, you know, what, what you're expecting, but it grabs you with the beginning. Then it gives enough of a backstory and then they jump into the solution. Right. So, so as little of backstory because too much uh, rather than give you more rapport, it's less rapport. Right. And again, what was the moment? of no return, as I would call it. Other people call it other stuff. You know, where you said enough is enough. I'm done. I can't do this again. And most of us, again, in real life, yeah, 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 I'll use drinking. You woke up and said, I'm never doing this again. Until the next one. Until the, and then, but the one day you do hit that, I'm done. I'm absolutely done, right? And so if you pick one, 
of, of those, especially if you can if you can remember the one. You don't have to tell all the cumulatives. Get to the punchline, you know. And again, what specific things happen to cause that depth of emotion? Because that's what people relate to: the pain, the despondency, the frustration, right? And and what caused the decision? And then if you want a tip to make it even more effective, then you stress that, you know what, though? The solution was there, but it wasn't easy to do. You know, because uh, I forget where I stole this quote. Opportunities do come. Opportunities do not come at a comfortable and easy time for you to implement them. The real opportunities. And that was what was happening with my drinking. I was waiting for the right time to quit. When's the right time? You know, when you when you're when you're trying to make bail, right, for a DUI uh, or something like that, right? Because that sets up if you're going to sell them coaching. It's like because people go, I don't have time to do that now. Well, when's the right time, right? Um. And then how you how you discovered your solution, right? Whatever your solution is, whether it's nutrition or energy work or you know relationship work, whatever it is, you know um, how you got the recipe. People like recipes, and you know what? It's it's like a recipe to overcome this issue. And the good thing about a recipe, if you follow the steps, you'll get the you know uh, you know if if you eat it because one of the things that happens, I'll give you the recipe, but you got to follow it. A friend of mine's baker, and he goes, What frustrates him? People love his cake. They'll say, Give me the recipe. He'll give you the recipe. And then people go and they tweak it. And when it comes out like crap, they'll go, Your recipe didn't work. Did you do it exactly the way it was written? No. Okay. You don't know if the recipe worked. Right. And maybe that's your solution. You're actually giving all the correct steps, right? And so that's just some, like I say, people get, you know, they 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 try to sell a benefit instead of focusing on what the problem is, especially at the beginning. Um, so focus on what the problem is. If you're going to do a course or a seminar, workshop, webinar, whatever you want to call it, or you're just beginning to put it out there, right? And then, you know, uh, when you tell your story, which you become the product, if you will, right? Uh, don't give too much backstory. Jump right into the middle of some action because that's, don't forget, in the last 30 years, that's where brains have been trained, right? In fact, you get very bored with anybody lately been, since we stream a lot and there's been no new movies or TV, uh, you're, you're sitting there and you you put on a movie, uh just happened the other night. And I mean, I, of course, movie wasn't very good. So I back out and I'm starting to watch the actors, right? Like, oh, that was good. Oh, then, you know, seeing how they're acting. But then my wife goes, there's nothing happening here. Right? It's like, it's hard to stay involved in the story, you know? And so we decided to click out. And then the other night I went back, clicked on it. And I, you know, you can run the thing to jump ahead. And after about the halfway point, it looked like the movie got interesting. But how many people are going to sit through the first half? 
right? My wife had that experience with, I forget what movie she watched. I, I raved about it when I saw it. I was out of town. So she went to see the movie. She walked out in the first five minutes. Right? She goes, it sucked. I wasn't going to watch it. <laughs> so she left. And then uh, I think we got it on video. And I'm like, come on, just watch it. And after she made it through about 15 minutes, then, then it was good. Right? But part of it had to do, I, I understood the backstory. But... So, but if you give too much backstory, it gets confusing um, to, to a lot of the people. So that's just a couple of things I've found, you know, and again, like with what I've been teaching lately, it's like how people get overwhelmed with the technology. And I think I'm, it seems to be from just a few posts I've done on it, it seems to be resonating with people. Is there an easy, low cost, I never say no cost, low cost, low-tech solution to doing this, right? And there seems to be, right? And it seems to work. Um, it's a little more time-intensive, right, than, um, than some of the other stuff. So that's just what I wanted to put out there today and um, have some fun with it, just something to talk about. And I'm going to stop. You, oh, I got to do my pitch. So if you like this, click like and share wherever you're watching this, LinkedIn, YouTube, or Facebook, wherever you happen to be watching it. Make sure you subscribe if you have any questions. And on November 19th at 12 noon on a Sunday, I'm going to be doing uh, uh, the uh, low-cost, low-tech solutions uh, to build your business in general. And I actually got this from somebody who was building, wasn't a coaching business. So I was watching how they built their, you know, it's a brick and mortar business in a city. And what they were talking about using this stuff um, because they didn't have the, the technological expertise to build out the fancy funnel and, and or, um, you know, the, the, the money to run a bunch of ads. Then after they, then once they got it rolling and they found that, a story that resonated with the clients they were going after. Then when the money started coming in, then they did build a funnel. They got someone to build the funnel. Then they learned how to do the Facebook ads and the that. But they, they went back to the beginning because one of the things I'll close with, we see a lot of, and these people are making a pitch and you're looking at it and it looks good. But, you know, it's like they're telling you where they're at now, which is great. but I don't have a mailing list of 75,000 people. I don't have this thing like this, right? Um, I don't have the, re my favorite is the, the ones that push, you know, I'll show you how to build this thing with, you know, on online with no Facebook ads and you're seeing it on Facebook, right? But it's a, it's a, it's, it's not an ad, right? a post. It's, you know, it's an ad, you know, I built a million dollar, what's that? A lady to I built a million dollar coaching business without any social media posts. But I get at least six ads a day from her. And she's telling the truth. There's no social, that's not a post, it's an ad, right? But there's ways you could do this. And that's what this guy taught with, you know, a couple times a day, he'd go on, he, he would do some of the things that, that, that seemed to work. So anyway, wherever you're watching this, like, subscribe, shoot me a message, make sure 
you're on the email list. If you have any questions, just reach out. Oops.